Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Uh, If you're new to this, there are many, many other earlier, previous episodes on a multitude of topics, loads and loads of confidence, life topics, where I share my own experiences, those of anonymously of other clients, um, just stories. I tell stories and draw on life lessons. Um, Feel free to go back to them and listen. There's, I don't know, 180 or something like that. Um, If you want to start anywhere in particular, I would start at number one and go that direction because it sets out quite a lot of my fundamental sort of underlying coaching strategies first rather than last week's and the week before and go back in date order um check out the website if you're new and have a little look around it and see what's out there for you um in terms of coaching one-to-one coaching on on the website there's uh some group coaching there's free workshop there's some online programs there's a blog there's all sorts um in particular at the moment coaching for teenagers that's an area that I'm working in an awful lot for teenagers who are having a real tough time at the moment in life struggling with all sorts of issues so if that's an issue for you or your family then just um, have a look www.milestone-coaching.co.uk this week I am talking about coming to terms with and living well with predominantly um, a long-term illness, chronic illness or injury or diagnosis of some sort. But also it's true to say that it's also about any big major life-changing events such as redundancy or a broken marriage where it's out of your control, somebody else has decided, it's not what you want, etc. So it's today's podcast episode is all about making a big adjustment and thriving despite it, coming to terms with it and coping well and coming out the other side. So I really, really hope it helps you. If it does, please do share it because it could help somebody else too. So thank you so much for choosing to listen to this episode. I really hope it helps and I'm just gonna jump straight into it now. Today, I wanted to talk about, predominantly, uh, my, my thought was to talk about living with um, chronic illness or injury, um, that sort of thing, coming to terms with um, ill health, long-term ill health, that, that, that situation. But actually, as I was just about to press record, I thought many of today's um, tips or experiences could relate to many other things such as being made redundant and coming to terms with that and having to change your future perhaps suddenly becoming um estranged from your partner and having to face divorce without seeing that coming maybe it wasn't your your choice um so i i guess instead of it being living with chronic illness it's living in a situation that perhaps is out of your control, not your choice, um, and therefore having to make massive adjustments to your future. That's more like it. So, (laughs) um, but predominantly I'm talking about coming to terms with perhaps chronic illness in particular, partly because it's been coming up quite a lot with some of my clients. Um, or different diagnoses. So really, I'm thinking, 
I know from my own experience that having to live with chronic illness has been part of my life, uh, one way or the other. <laughs> um, just when you think you're getting healthy, you get yet another diagnosis. So um, I'm living with a thyroid Hashimoto's um, illness, but I know of other clients that are li- living with many other things. Um, even, you know, uh, one client that I worked with coming to terms with type 1 diabetes. Another client, he's coming to terms with actually being diagnosed with um, autism um, and getting his head around that really and adjusting to what that means and identifying who he is now and and didn't see that one coming was quite shocked etc um other clients um two clients that i'm working with have recently just suddenly um received notice that they're going to be made redundant for example and Again, it's the shock. First, it's coming to terms with the shock. Second, it's coming to terms with the fact that it wasn't in your control, maybe, didn't see it coming, wasn't part of your life plan, whether it's the illness, the injury, people coming to terms with injuries from um, accidents and, and that so forth. You know, life throws curveballs at us. We don't always see these things coming. They're big events, life-changing events in one form or another. Um, I remember when I thought I was happily married in my first marriage, uh, we were making plans. Uh, we were making plans to do some work, significant work to the, the house. Um, we were drawing up plans um, you know, of what we were going to do, etc. So we were planning for the future. I had no reason at that time to suspect that in a matter of weeks, we would no longer be together. That was a real, real shock out of the blue. And these things happen. Um, health, for sure. Um, I know from my own experience that you can be what you think fighting fit. And then who knows? Who knows what might be going on? Um, and coming our way health-wise, etc., or accident-wise, um, and, and so forth. Life is unpredictable. That's one certainty. Um, it throws these things at us sometimes, and we have to find out how to cope. We have to find out what we've got inside us, what we can draw and tap into, dig deep and find, in order to make such big adjustments, to not just bundle our way through but perhaps even to thrive um in spite of the injury or the health or the 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 bolt out of the blue with our career or our our relationships or whatever it is um we need to not only deal with it cope with it adjust to it but we need to still thrive and live with it um properly live i don't mean just just um get by, I don't mean just plod on, I mean properly thrive and still have a good life, Um, still allow ourselves a life and joy and fun and happiness despite perhaps battling with long-term pain or disability or or, um, money worries if it's the job situation or relationship worries if it's the relationship. So I think in particular with health, which is where I was going first, uh, living with chronic health, for me, 
um, what, what has really, really helped me in all of the illnesses that I've um, encountered is to understand the illness, to understand as much as I can about it, um, the ins and outs of it, the possible cure causes and ways to live around it. And often with chronic illness, it's about how to live as best you can despite it. So for me, it's research, uh, researching as much as I can, understanding it. That really, really helps the acceptance. And I would say that's true as well for having a diagnosis such as um, autism, Asperger's, those sorts of ADHD. It's understanding it. What's the whole profile? Um, What can we expect living with this? Um, Same with the type 1 diabetes. What, hearing from other people with the same condition, hearing how they adjust. Now, I would just say about that though, that what I have done when I've had different um, health conditions is to find out if there's any kind of um, group or, or chat room or um, you know support network for people living with that illness. It can be really, really informative. It's a great place for posting up uh, questions. If you're not sure about something, what does this mean? What does that mean? And I have found firsthand that it can be a wealth of information, firsthand information, resources, etc. However, there is a little downside to it. And I, I think for me anyway, for me, I can only speak uh, firsthand that the downside to it is sometimes that information is not always particularly accurate um, and it can be quite misleading. So be cautious of where it's come from. Also, be cautious of how other people are reacting to that same illness. Lots of people are positive, upbeat and helpful. And that that for me is what I look for. Um, Encouragement, optimism, hope, those sorts of things. However, I do find sometimes with some of these support groups, and I have looked at others, uh, because before I got my uh, one of my uh, diagnoses confirmed, I suspected I had something else. So I was also on their group. That makes me sound like a real hypochondriac and I'm not. I just like information because I think information is power on anything, anything at all. If you fully understand it, it can be empowering. It's not frightening anymore. You've got a good understanding of it. It's not a big label. Uh, you know, you know what to expect. I, I think that can generally be quite helpful. Um, so I have been on a few of them and I have at times found some individuals can be very doom and gloom. They can be very um, half full, negative and almost not everybody, but sometimes there can be a risk of that whatever illness it is for that person becoming all absorbing. And I really, really fight that. I don't want any illness for me or for my family or loved ones to be all absorbing because we, all of us are much, much more than that diagnosis, that um, illness or that injury or uh, whatever it is that we're coming to terms with. We're much, much more than that. We're much more than our job if we've just had a really unexpected um, redundancy. We're not just an accountant or a, a, um, 
you know, uh, whatever account manager or whatever we are or were, we're not, we're much, much, much more than that. And I, or athlete or whatever, when we retire from being an athlete, for example, you hear lots of interviews where uh, top athletes found it really, really, really hard to adjust to because they had lost their identity. They didn't know who they were anymore. Um, so it's about knowing that all of us are much, much more than just our role or our marital status. We're much more than just a husband or a wife. Um, or, you know, we've got so much more to offer the world or we're so much more than struggling with diabetes or, or, or whatever our condition is. Um, so I would say look for all the other parts of you expand all the other parts and acknowledge that what you've got or what you're living with, whatever that situation is, whatever that curveball is that life has thrown at you, you're far greater than that. It's a tiny, tiny part of you. Um, look at all the other upsides, all of your strengths, all of everything else that uh, bring, you bring to the table. Um, and expand those. And if we build those up and let them become much more significant, much more fulfilling, much more important than whatever that curveball is that life's just thrown at you becomes smaller, it necessarily then shrinks. If we focus on it solely, and literally some of those groups, I get alerts from them. And some people, it's totally domineering, it's totally dominant in their life. And I worry for them. Uh, I'm not judging them, I worry for them because um, it drags you down. It, it, it's all that we can sometimes think about, it's all that we worry about. Um, and it stops us living our life because if we're focused so, so much on all of the possible symptoms, all of the possible um, downsides, restrictions, um, what it prevents us from doing, that's all we'll see. And what I'm, I really, really want to say is, first of all, as I've said, information is power. Research it, understand it, fully understand it and feel better about it. Secondly, it's acceptance. If we fight it, um, the guy that I was working with with diabetes was fighting it. Very, very resistant, very unhappy, very angry um, and, and not learning around it. The, the quicker we understand it, embrace it almost, accept it, the quicker we can get on with our life. It's just a tiny part of our life. Um, so acceptance is half the battle. Acceptance that you've been made redundant, acceptance um, that the marriage has taken a turn that we never saw. Um, and then we can start rebuilding our life. We can start looking for good things, upsides, support, help, uh, a new life. Or, or a life in a way where we can uh, accommodate this change, make the most of life as it is, etc. So acceptance is really, really important. Thirdly, don't let it define you. Whatever it is that you're battling with at the moment, don't let it define you. You are much, much more. Don't obsess over it, fully absorb your life into it. Um, it can dominate your conversations, it can dominate your thoughts, it can dominate your worries for the future. Don't, don't try your hardest not to let that happen. Let it be a small part. Um, it, it was, uh, I have um, 
I know of somebody that's living with a condition um, that I barely knew about. I've known this person for a long, long time, but I barely knew the ins and outs of the condition that they had until I spent uh, time with them, proper time with them, days, days with them under the same roof. And I didn't realise the strategies they had to do daily, um, self-care strategies daily, in order to reduce their symptoms and improve their outcomes uh, that they will have to do for life. And I knew none of this, none of this, because they barely mention it. It's a tiny part of their life. Um, They just do it, they accept it, they do it, it's part of their day, it's a a to-do thing, and they move on from it. So, um, and I love that. It's so refreshing. It's just accepted. It's empowering. Um, It could be very, very different. The mindset could be very, very different. The approach could be very different. Um, And that's what I love. I was totally inspired by that. Um, I'm I'm very impressed by it. So it's, it's avoiding. Some of us sometimes can go down briefly, maybe. Briefly, we might all think, why me? Why is this happening? Um, But what does that do for any of us? It doesn't really do anything. It just keeps us stuck. It keeps us stuck. Um, It it drags our mood down. It drags our chances of um, improvement, chances of fulfilled life and happiness and joy again, because we're stuck in the, why is this happening to me? Why does all these bad things only ever happen to me? Bad things happen to everyone. Uh, In fact, actually, I was watching a documentary last night about Audrey Hepburn. And when she was diagnosed, she was first diagnosed with one form of cancer and was given a good prognosis. But very quickly, they realised they'd, it was far worse than that. And they realised it was inoperable and gave her um, the bad news that it was much more serious and not a good prognosis at all. And um, her best friend was being interviewed and said she could have at that point got her angry, upset and say, and say, why me? Why is this happening? She didn't. Instead, her first reaction to the doctors in that pro- diagnosis or prognosis was to say, um, I've had a good life. So what a great way of um, responding and making the best of that. And actually for all those people around her, um, it was healthy, happy, inspiring to such a point where um, her best friend was retelling this on the documentary and, and it had actually had a ripple effect in that that friend had taken on that mentality for themselves and I remember it myself and it affected me. So we have a choice, don't we? At any one point we have a choice of how we're going to react, how we're going to respond. Um, is it going to be good and healthy and happy for ourselves? Is it going to benefit us and be useful? Is it going to inspire those around us? Or is it going to hold us back and drag us down? So if it's redundancy, how do we react? Do we get angry? Do we resent the company? Do we resent the decision? Or do we think this is a crossroads? This could be a badly wrapped gift. This could be the opportunity um, that, in fact, one client said to me, I'm now grateful that it happened because I suspect I would have just stayed where I was. Even though I wasn't particularly fulfilled or happy, it was easy to stay. It was the easiest thing, um, but someone forced that decision for me. And looking back, it was the best thing. So um, what a great way of viewing these things.
Um, we, so we always, always are in the driving seat of our reactions and our decisions, how we bounce back, how we handle things and what we do. So we can at any point, including right now, stop and think, am I reacting well to X, Y, Z? Is it healthy for me? Is it helpful for me? Is it inspiring other people? Is it helping others? Um, is there a healthier way? Is there, perhaps if I tweaked it, changed it? So what we can do there is, is shift our narrative in our head, shift the story that we're telling ourselves about this uh, relationships, breakup or problem, about the, the career direction shift that we're going to have to make or the health um, that we're going to have to adjust and and you know our diagnosis and yes each and every one of us may at one point get a condition that we don't want that we don't like we don't relish it might be painful it might be inconvenient and so on but if we take ownership of it, we take ownership of the research, of the treatment plans that we want, of the adjustments that we make in our lives, it may be that we have to adjust our fitness or our activity. We may need to lose some weight to help the prognosis. We may need to get fitter to help our outcomes. Uh, we may need to change the exercise that we can do because we can no longer do that high impact or we may need to do a bit more yoga or pilates to help it and our core and our strength or we may need to adjust our nutrition with um, my um, thyroid condition I've had to really look into changing my nutrition to perhaps for me get rid of gluten and I have to say, in the few weeks that I did, five or six weeks that I went totally gluten-free, I found for me that many other inflammation points in my body, the achy shoulder, the burning elbow, the sore knee, many of those massively improved, if not completely improved. Um, so it may be that taking ownership of these things and trying different things and actually feeling responsible for our outcomes can help our um not prognosis but can, can help our symptoms help us feel in control help us feel in the driving seat rather than be reactive and let things happen to us and the doctor says this i've been prescribed that what can you do to help it in all of those ways can it be more sleep better sleep more fresh air more activity etc all of those things will always help our outcomes uh, mentally it will help us too because we feel we're doing something to improve our nutrition our fitness our health etc if we can but the key thing is to focus on what we can do rather than what we can no longer do if we focus on what we can't do i can't I, i'll never be able to x y and z again or i can't uh, you know because we've been told we're you know we're autis uh, autistic or whatever if we focus on the downsides or our our um so-called um, issues or weaknesses or whatever we want to call them rather than the upsides, the strengths um, to any of this. You know, if we've got an injury or a, a health issue and we can't do certain things, we can't walk, we can't, we're not mobile or we're, um, we can't do certain exercises or certain activities or we can't speak or we can't hear or see or whatever it is, then that we're just going to get more of the same and get dragged down by that reality. Instead of focusing on what we can do, 
Can we still write? Can we still... Um, could we become a writer rather than uh, the the gardener that we once were because we can't now be physical and can no longer be a tiler because it's very difficult on the back and we've got a back issue. But we can be um, a tutor for young youngsters and tutor youngsters online or something like that. What can you do rather than what you can't do? That's much more empowering and much healthier as well if you can look at that. Um... So we don't need to focus on the negative. We need to look at the reality of everything that you can do so that you can normalise your future. It can become joyful again, happy again, a new normal, um, rather than us focusing on going back to what it used to be like. If that's if we keep on looking back to how life was, what we could do, what, what you know, where we got our joy, where we got our fulfillment, etc. We're never going to move forward. We've got to stop looking back and stop trying to get back what we once were. We can none of us ever do that. We're always just aging a little bit and things are evolving and changing and we've got to keep adapting, even adapting to getting a little bit older. We can still run, but we might be slower. We might take a little bit longer to um, recover from the odd pulled this or pulled that or strained this or whatever. But it doesn't mean we can't necessarily do it. It might be that we can't run anymore because our knees are hurting or our back or whatever. But we could take up cycling or swimming or something like that. So it's not about looking back on how life was. That just keeps us stuck. It's about looking forward to how life could be. And that could be coming to terms with retiring from being an athlete or retiring from your employment. And you're now no longer that um, whatever doctor or what you were once but what are you now what do you want to be now what where do you want to find your purpose your why your joy your focus it's about just trying to get as much out of each day and week and month and our our future as we possibly can despite whatever it is that is not that great that we're having a little struggle with and coming to terms with it's about um finding fulfillment perhaps not because of what the issue that we're facing rather than in spite of it it because of could cause a whole a whole better different more exciting future it's just a future we hadn't considered it may open up doors that we had never thought to even peer inside because we thought we were going down a different route. So career-wise, look at different opportunities. Health and fitness and nutrition-wise, look at other opportunities. Research, look around. Um, Open your mind to a new narrative. Open your mind to new possibilities. That will mean you will come out of whatever it is that's been thrown your way so much sooner um, than if you stay stuck saying, I don't want to be ill. I don't want this injury or um, issue that you're struggling with at the time. Um, So, I hope that has been helpful. Um, Do drop me a line. I say this at the end of every podcast. Um, Drop me a line, share your thoughts, share your experiences with me. Dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk 
have a look at the website. There's all sorts going on, workshops coming up, um, online programs, a blog you can follow if you want to follow the blog. And um, more than anything, the biggest thing at the moment is teenagers. Um, I know I have mentioned this before, but post-COVID, we are going through such a tough time with for our teenagers. So many of them are struggling with anxiety, um, social anxiety, lack of motivation, lack of... Um, um, well, their depression, all sorts, confidence, their confidence, not all of them, some of them are absolutely thriving, but some of them are really, really struggling. And I'm working, um, I would say 75% of the time-ish with youngsters under the age of um, 20, really, 21. So if that is a reality for you and you're worried about your teenager or a teenager close to you, then give me a, drop me an email or give me a call and we can chat about how we might be able to move forward. I'm working with a group at the moment of teenagers on a seven-week programme. I'm also working with a lot of teenagers one-to-one, either face-to-face or over Zoom. Um, they, pre- they prefer more tailored and one-to-one so there are two options so that if you know that that could help you and your family because it's not just the teenager that struggles the parents it definitely impacts on the parents it's horrible when your teenager is struggling you just want to make everything right for them you worry so much about them Um, and it's very very hard to just sit back and watch them go through a tough tough time So just feel free to drop me a line and um, we can talk about how that might be able to help. So www.milestone-coaching.co.uk And if not, if this has been useful, helpful and interesting and you feel it could talk to a friend of yours who's going through a tough time at the moment, then please do cut and paste the link and send it to them or put it on, even better, put it on your social media so a few people might discover the podcast or rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast because apparently that helps others find it. So thank you for listening today. Um, I really, really appreciate your time. I really hope it's been helpful. Um, have a good week ahead also and I will speak to you on the next episode of Life Coaching on the Move.